MLM Nation, episode 712. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, MLM Nation, it's Simon Chan, and thank you so much for making my book, The Consistency Pill, a bestseller. It hit top five in four different categories on Amazon this week and also hit number one for multi-level, and I appreciate you for that. If you haven't gotten a copy of the companion workbook or want to learn more about the Consistency Pill, go to consistencypill.com. It'll feature the seven components of a consistency system that will help you increase sales and transform your business. Head over to consistencypill.com. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Tiffany Wynn. Hey, Tiffany, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready. Tiffany Wynn was a teacher before she got started in network marketing. Today, she's a six-figure earner who leads a team of over 3,500 women doing millions of sales each year. She's a wife, a girl mom, and lives out in Houston, Texas. So, Tiffany, I've given MLM Nation a brief intro, but please take us more back to your background uh, as a teacher. How did you get started in network marketing? Yeah, so I started teaching a couple of years after I graduated from college. I kind of played around with a few retail-type jobs after I graduated from college, and really decided that I wanted to do something where I was making more of an impact. And so I got into teaching. I kind of fell into network marketing on accident, wasn't really looking for it. But one of my friends was sharing her makeup on her Facebook page and asking if anyone wanted to host a party for her. And I was like, her makeup always looks great. I will do it. I hadn't tried the makeup or anything before, but it was amazing to see how many of my friends and family were buying from this Facebook party that I was hosting. So I was like, this is really fun. This seems really cool. And um, my friend was like, you should do this. You would be great. Your friends and family seem really interested. And so I jumped in. Both of my parents are entrepreneurs. I've always kind of had this entrepreneurial spirit, but really didn't know how I would make that happen. So it was kind of a really natural fit. And so for the first few years in my network marketing um, adventure, I was teaching alongside of building my network marketing business. And when I got pregnant with my first daughter, I was like, okay, I think it's time for me to dive into this full time. And so I quit my teaching job so that I could be home with my daughter and really focused on building my network marketing business. So once you got started, you did a party. That's pretty amazing. You were not even a distributor and you hosted a party. Um, yes. How did you do your first couple of weeks after you got started? I was so fired up after seeing the results from that party. I actually had pretty good success jumping in. I had no prior network marketing experience. I was rarely on social media. I mean, the only time I was on social media was to check in with what everybody else was doing. I was hardly ever posting myself, but I think because I came in so fired up from seeing the potential from that party that I hosted, um, and I just jumped right in and I was super excited about it. And I think that really rubbed off on 
the energy that was coming back to me through people wanting to join me in my business, the sales that I was getting, but that died off after a few weeks. Um, I got kind of burnt out and I was like, okay, this, this adrenaline has worn down. How am I going to keep this up? So you said you were burnt out. What did you mean? You just weren't excited. You weren't consistent with it. What did you mean by that? Yeah. Um, I think a little bit of both. I w jumped in and like I said, I was so on fire. I was hosting multiple parties a week for this makeup company and, and I was po at, uh, going live and just doing all the things. Um, and I just got really tired really quick because I jumped in so fired up. Um, and I think after a while I started to feel like I had tapped out my warm market because I was hosting so many parties for so many people. I was working this full-time job at the same time as a teacher, which is very demanding on its own. And I kind of got tired of the same thing over and over again. You know, the party, it's the script that you repeat over and over again. And I was just kind of in this place where I'm like, okay, how long can I keep this up? You know, how long can I keep doing it like this? How long can I keep you know, talking about the same things. And I just kind of got like a little bit bored with it. But at the same time, I got a little bit overwhelmed at the same time, if that makes sense, you know, um, in the sense of feeling like, how am I going to continue to grow from here? If I feel like I've already this fast tapped out the people that I, you know, know already. So what did you do? So I ended up learning how to grow and build my network. So I am, I consider myself to be a very resource, resourceful person. And so I started Googling things to learn. Um, my, the person that I signed up with, she was also a teacher. So she was building this kind of as a fun side job. She wasn't really like tr doing trainings or helping, you know, build a team. It was kind of just, I just happened to know her and ended up on her team. So it was really up to me to figure out how I was going to do this. So I ended up watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts and really just trying to consume as much content as I could to really learn more about how to use social media to grow. Like I said, I, I maybe had a thousand friends on Facebook at the time. And, um, which I know is a pretty good number to start with, but most of those people were inactive. I was inactive for a lot of the time before I started. And so I really had to figure out how do I maximize this social media platform, um, jumped into starting to use Instagram and growing on Instagram and all of those different things. And really, was able to grow more just from learning from other leaders um, in the business. So what was the turning point for you or like an aha moment for you in the business where things really started to take off? I think for me, it came from working on my confidence. I know in this business, it's very easy to get caught up wanting to do things the same way that everyone else is doing it. So you see the leader who is, doing it this way and you feel like, oh my gosh, if I'm going to be successful, I have to do it like them. I have to work like them and do the same things they're doing. Um, and that's really what I was doing for a long time in my business. I was doing things the way that I saw other people doing them. Like I said, I was researching and trying to get resourceful and it was working sort of. 
but it wasn't building my own confidence. Right. So I was at this place where I was starting to feel like an imposter. Um, I ended up switching companies into a health and fitness company and that business grew very quickly again, made it to the top of that company fairly quickly within the first few months and got to that top spot and felt like an imposter um, with all of those other leaders feeling like I wasn't supposed to be there. Like, how did I do this? And I ended up self-sabotaging that, that success. And my business crumbled all the way back down to the ground because I wasn't confident. And so for me, the turning point was when I realized, okay, I can do this my way, that this business doesn't have to be one size fits all, that I can build this using my strengths and my gifts and the things that I am good at to grow. And I really started to focus on that. And I really started to figure out what my voice was. I feel like for a long time, I was trying to copy other people and I was trying to look like other leaders that I saw having success and do the things that they were doing and say the things that they were saying and try to be those people. Um, and I realized I don't have to be anyone but myself to be successful here in this business. And it really just helped me to start to attract more people and do it in a way that felt right and good for me because people started to see me shine in a way that really attracted people to what I was doing. And it felt good for me because I wasn't trying to be anyone but myself. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I think the lack of confidence is a big thing. I and mean, also the imposter syndrome uh, affects many people. So when you do your own thing, how do you know that that was the right thing to do in the right way? Well, at first I didn't, but I was just like, I, I got to this place where I was really struggling. And I think that this is probably something that a lot of people in the business get to where you feel like there's something wrong with you because you are doing all the things that everyone else is doing, right? You're, you're doing all the things that your upline is saying to do. You're doing all the things that you see other leaders doing, but you're maybe not having that same success. And so you start to think, okay, well, if it's working for them, why is it not working for me? And so for me, it got to a place where, where I'm with my current company that I've been with for two years, I started and I was like, okay, this is it. You know, like I have to do this my way. And so I jumped in and from the very beginning, I was like, I'm doing this my way. I'm doing hmm. it the way that feels right for me. If I'm not going to let myself get distracted by the shiny objects. Um, and I just knew that it was that or nothing. Um, because I had already tried it the other way and it didn't work. And so it's like, this is kind of the only other option for me. So in your definition, what is your way? What's uh, so people know? For me, my way looks like um, I really value my family and that's really important to me. And for a long time, I was in this hustle mode and feeling like I had to burn the candle at both ends, trying to be like I was on my phone constantly trying to work this business and trying to do things the way that I saw other people doing them. And I realized for me, being a mom first was most important mm. to me. And so for me, my business looks like working in small pockets of my day when my kids are taking naps or after they go to bed or before they're up in the mornings. That's one of the things that before I wouldn't have done because I felt like if I was going to be successful, I had to be working 24 seven. 
Um, something else that I do is I really, I, I build my, I build my business with my faith infused into it, which is something I wouldn't have done before. Um, I would have felt like, oh my gosh, I don't want to offend anyone or I don't want to, you know, say something that's going to make someone not want to work with me if they have a different opinion or different beliefs or things like that. So I bring my faith into my business. Um, I just do things based on what I know are my gifts. I know my gifts are helping other women feel confident because that's something that I struggled with. And I know now how to turn that around. And so I really talk a lot about that with my team. And before I would have been like, oh no, I got to talk about the business, business, business type, type stuff. But I really have found that helping other women feel confident is a part of their business because when they feel confident, they do go and achieve more because they feel like they're capable of it. So just doing things that um, I normally wouldn't have done, showing up in ways that I normally wouldn't have showed up, saying things that I maybe normally wouldn't have said before, um, using methods and strategies that um, maybe differ from what you might be used to seeing in the business. I just really go against the grain in that way. How do you, uh, you said as a leader, you, you focus on helping women feel confident. What do you do to make them feel confident? So a lot of my leadership um, is revolved around personal development and self-improvement. Um, I, of course, touch on, you know, the business strategy type stuff, but I work a lot with taking women and helping them see, like, what are your limiting beliefs? What are the things that in your head you're saying you can't? have the things that you want. You're never going to be at the places that you want. You'll never achieve the things that you desire. And helping them see where those things are just a limiting belief and that beliefs are just thoughts. And if you can change that thought and replace it with something more positive and place, replace it with something more empowering, that that is going to help them show up differently. Um, it, it's easy for anyone to show up right? Like you can get on a Facebook live, but there's a difference getting on a Facebook live and just doing it because that's what you think you're supposed to do and getting on a Facebook live and doing it with confidence and doing it feeling like I got this. And so a lot of what I work with, with my team is helping those women go from the person who maybe is just showing up on Facebook lives because it's on their checklist or they see what that's what other leaders are doing. And going to it where they're now just shining and you can see and the, the the difference in how they're showing up. You can see their smiles are different. You can see their energy is different and you feel that. And they're starting to see the success because I really believe that confidence that sells is just an exchange of confidence. And when you can get someone to believe your confidence, they will be willing to trade that confidence with their money or with wanting to join you on their team because they want that confidence too. They want that confidence in whatever it is that you have to offer. And if you can show up confidently to either sell your whatever it is that you have to offer or sell the opportunity that this business can bring people, then people are going to be like, sign me up because the way that you're talking about it, I believe that. The way that you're talking about this product, I need that because you are talking about it with such belief. And I think that is something that I really work a lot with, with my team is helping them get to that place. 
That's awesome. I like you said, sales is an exchange of confidence, right? And I think yeah. uh, people think it's the magic words, the script or the closes, but if you, like, kind of like the example you gave, if uh, you're doing a Facebook Live with no confidence, no one cares about it. But you can right. say the kind of, not say the, you don't, you don't have to have the perfect presentation, but you have confidence and that's what people buy. I think most, because most people out there, people want to follow a leader. They're looking for leaders to follow. Right? You wouldn't you agree to that? Exactly. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So, if someone yeah. is struggling with confidence, what could you? Uh, what tips could you share? What should they be doing right now? If someone's listening to this and is struggling with confidence, I would say to one: Why are you struggling with confidence? What is it that is making you feel confident? I think one of the biggest things, especially in this industry, that makes people feel inferior or doubt or or insecure or any of those things that will lead to a lack of confidence. It comes from comparison. Um, so I think when you look at that and you say, okay, I don't have to be like anyone else. I don't have to be this kind of leader to be successful. Um, I think it's so important that you don't just look at the leaders in your company, look at leaders across the board, look at leaders in other industries. So you can kind of see diversity in these leaders and what they, how they are showing up, the things that they're doing. Because I think when we get stuck looking at a small group of people, you do start to compare yourself and you start to see if you measure up to those people. But in my opinion, you should only be measuring yourself up to yourself. And for me, I, I'm just trying to get better than my I was yesterday. I don't care what anyone else is doing. I focus on myself. And if I can get better, if I'm better than I was yesterday, then I'm on the right track. So if you're comparing yourself to anyone, it's, of course, going to lead to feelings of, you know, not feeling confident because you're looking and you're measuring yourself up to someone else. And I always say that, it's impossible to measure yourself up to anyone else because it's like comparing apples to oranges. You don't know what someone else's experience is or their background is or what their lifestyle is or what they're dealing with, right? And so you can't compare yourself to other people without knowing all the things. And since we don't know all the things and comparison is pointless, I think the other thing that you can do if you're not feeling confident right now is to start to change your thoughts. So I always encourage my team when I start to work with them on this to take kind of like a daily analysis of your thoughts and what's going on in your head. Um, so when you start to say things to yourself like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid or, oh my gosh, I'm, and I, I look so dumb on that live or blah, 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 that, you know, just the different negative thoughts that pop into our head. I think a lot of the time, if you're not aware of those things, you don't even realize how negative your thoughts can be. I know for me, I didn't realize how negative my thoughts were until I really started to pay attention to them. And so now that I'm aware, the second that I have a negative thought, because those negative thoughts aren't going to go away the second that you start to build your confidence, they're still going to come. The difference is you being able to shut them down and replace them with something more positive more quickly and efficiently. And you're going to get better at that as you practice this. So anytime one of those thoughts pops in my head, I'm like, Oh, there I go again. Whoops. Okay. Let me switch it up. Right. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a bad leader. I am a leader in progress, right? You know, just saying something that is more positive, saying something that gives you more confidence that is going to help you feel better because 
like I said, those thoughts are, are, are there. Those beliefs are just thoughts that you've repeated to yourself for so long that you believe it. So if you want to switch it up, just start saying something more positive. And the more you say that positive thing, eventually you're going to start to believe it. And I really believe that your thoughts drive your, your feelings and your energy and your energy drives your actions. So if you're, you can change your thoughts, then that's going to change your energy. And if you can change your energy, that's going to change the actions that you start to put out. And you could be doing the same exact actions today as you do tomorrow. But if those actions come with a different energy behind them, it's going to bring different results. Hey, that's awesome. Tons of goads here. And I'm going to do a little recap after the show, MM Nation. I love it. Thoughts lead to energy and leads to action. I love that. And uh, I'm a big fan of that awareness because the first step to any improvement is awareness. Being aware For of your sure. thoughts. And we all have those negative thoughts. Um, this is my favorite question. In your experience, what was your worst, worst moment in this profession that we're marking? To the point that you, you you had even doubts and maybe you wanted to quit this. But you didn't. And that's why you're the leader you are today. Yeah. I, I think it would have to be where I got to that point where I realized that my business was crumbling right in front of me. I built this business, you know, in my previous company where... I built it up to the top. I was having success beyond what I had ever experienced in this business. And I was, you know, super excited about it. And then when I realized that that was all coming down and that that was crumbling from me and I, you know, I quit my full-time job and this was our income for my family. And I was feeling so much guilt and shame. And I was, you know, at this place where I was like, maybe I need to go back to teaching. Maybe I need to go get a full-time job. And I kind of felt like maybe this isn't for me, this mm. kind of business. And so, like you said, you know, maybe I wanted to quit. Like I, I did, I was like, maybe this isn't for me. And so in that moment, it was, it was a really hard moment, but I just realized, okay, I don't need to quit. I need to pivot. And I think that's a, a big thing that, a lot of people need to realize in this business, whenever it gets hard, it's very easy to want to quit. It's very easy to want to throw in the towel. But a lot of the times, it's not that we need to quit. It's just that we need to pivot. We just need to switch our direction. We need to switch it up a little bit, do things differently. And I would be so disappointed in myself if I would have quit in that moment instead of pivoting and not gotten to where I am right now. I love that. Don't quit, but pivot instead. That's a golden yeah. nugget right there. I love that. Hey, how important is uh, consistency to success? Oh, consistency is is super important. Um, I always say that you know the, the consistency is key phrase. That's super. It, it's it's the truth. And I know that for me, consistency was one of the reasons that I'm here, where I am right now, for the past six years, five, six years that I've been in this industry, even though I've been in a couple of different companies, the consistency that I've been putting into my business has not changed. The effort that I have put into my business has not changed. And I think a lot of the times we are so quick to start to see a little bit of success. And then we take our foot off the gas because we're like, oh, here we go. Right. I'm, I'm here. Um, and you're going to go through seasons where you can have, you know, a little bit of a slower time or a little bit, you might put your foot on the pedal a little bit harder, but you don't ever want to come to a stop because trying to get 
back into motion from a complete stop is incredibly difficult. I like to think of it, and I talk about this all the time, is if you are driving a car, if you just slow down a little bit, your car is still in motion. But if you take your foot off the gas, it comes to a stop. It takes so much more effort and energy to restart that car from a complete stop than it does when you're just kind of, you know, putting your foot on the pedal a little bit. Um, So I think that's super important for people to realize that you can have moments where like life, life is life. (laughs) Things are going to happen. And it's, we get to a point where, you know, outside things are happening, you know, family is doing things. And a lot of times people take their foot completely off the gas. They come to a complete stop and then they get back in their business and they wonder why, you know, three months later, their business isn't looking very good. And I'm like, well, because you took your foot off the gas three months ago and it's just now catching up to where you were. So I think consistency is extremely important. And um, I encourage my team, if you feel like you need to a break, slow down, but don't stop. I love that. I love the car analogy too. Hey, something important for you, ML Nation. I know you have goals because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. And for every goal you set, you need a consistency system in place. And if you haven't set it, that's why the number one reason why goals fail. Now, talk about this in the consistency system. In the book, we talk about the seven components and how if you implement these seven components, you can be successful and achieve whatever you want to achieve. It allows you to have the consistency and to maintain that momentum and get results. Uh, Also, you need to be emotionally consistent by taking the daily EQ quiz and also get over rejection. And in the book, I talk about a 10-step rejection killer. Anyway, if you haven't got a copy of the book, the reviews are awesome. Uh, People have been loving it. You can check out the reviews on Amazon.com. And also make sure, don't forget your free bonus for a limited time if you get a copy of the book. And I know you may be on a tight budget. That's why I made the book just 99 cents. The digital version, just 99 cents. You can get a free companion workbook. Uh, It's $25 the free companion workbook. So I'm not even making any money out of it, okay? For 99 cents, you get a $25 workbook in there. I want to make an impact on you. I appreciate you for listening. And now it's really time for you to take the next level. It's fine time for you to take the consistency pill. So head over to consistencypill.com. Hey, thank you so much, Tiffany. You share so many nuggets about uh, confidence, consistency. Um, As we go towards the end of the show, some quick questions to pick your brain. And these can yeah. be a quick one sentence, okay? So what is your one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Oh, man, I have to go with um, Zig Ziglar. It's in the game of life, before you get anything out, you must put something in. I love that. Yeah. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Systems. I am a systems queen. Um, And that is one of the reasons that I am able to have a business where I am able to put my family first and still be able to build a a thriving business because I have systems that allow me to work smarter and have more efficiency in my business without having to spend a ton of extra time um, in my business. So having systems is, is super important for me. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? I would have to say that that is when, I mean, that kind of goes back to what I was just talking about. Whenever you are in a place where you feel like you 
need a moment to just slow down and don't quit. Um, it's okay if you need to take a pause, but don't turn it off. Um, and my mom used to always tell me that, and I have taken that into my life and it is applied to my business in my life in so many areas. What's your favorite prospecting tool you use? Say you have a qualified prospect. Do you uh, hop on the phone? Do you give out samples? What do you, or do you do a Zoom or send a video? Yeah. What do you like to do? So we actually have, um, for my team, I created a Facebook group and I pop them into that Facebook group and we have, you know, one main you know, Facebook live that we did, um, that gives all the information and we tag them in that post, but then we also have different team members pop in there a couple of times a month to share their stories. So there's tons of, you know, videos that you can find that a person might relate to this person more than that person that we're able to all use together as a whole team, which again, goes back to those systems that make running the business so much more efficient. What's your favorite app on your phone that's not a social media app? Ooh, I would have to say Trello. Um, I absolutely love Trello. It is what I use for my systems. Um, it helps me get super organized, stay very on top of things and be able to get more done um, and work my business smarter. What are two or three books you could recommend to ML Nation? I absolutely love... Um, the Big Leap by Gay Hendricks absolutely changed my life. Um, another one that I absolutely love that I just read this last year is called She Works His Way um, by Cy um, Summer Myers. Absolutely amazing book. And here's the last question, the million dollar question. You ready? I'm ready. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. You didn't know your husband, didn't know your kids. But you had, you're like an alien that went to another universe, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build a network marketing business from scratch? I would have to say that I would go to podcasting. Um, I would start building value on a podcast. I feel like that is such a great place to start to connect with people um, that you don't know and just really start adding value and building that no like and trust factor with as many people as I could through that avenue. And you have a show right now, correct? I do. Yeah. What's the tell, tell us about it and where can we find it? Yeah, my show is Cash In On Confidence. Um, you can find it on all the different podcasting places, iTunes, Spotify. Um, and I talk a lot about the same kind of stuff I talked about on here, confidence and building belief and growing your business with, with faith. That's awesome. Hey, as we wrap up any last words or advice, and then what's the best way listeners can connect with you? Yeah, I would just love to let everyone know that you have the potential to be great in this business when you focus on doing this business your way, when you focus on letting your light shine, being the lighthouse for someone else and not worrying about what other people are doing um, and just rocking out in your own way. Um, you can find me on Instagram at the Tiffany Wynn. That's where I hang out the most. And I have a Facebook group, TiffanyWynnVIP.com, where I love to chat with um, you know, other network marketers and just share ideas, tips, and help everyone have success and grow. 
Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Tiffany Wynn. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.com. Click on the podcast tab and the show notes will be right there. Or the nuggets of wisdom that she shared, including the links to her uh, Instagram, Facebook group. Definitely follow Tiffany and check out her podcast, Cash In on Confidence as well. Hey, in order to be successful in life, in business, and in network marketing, you must help others. So Tiffany, Thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again and God bless you. Thank you. Hey, ML Nation, quick reminder, don't forget to get your free companion workbook to the Consistency Pill. Hey, this is the workbook I created because some people like to read books from start to finish. Some people like to read them from one chapter at a time. But whatever your style is, It has a summary and action steps so that you can actually take action on the book that you just read and increase your sales and transform your business. It goes deep into seven components of the consistency system so that you can reach your goals. Hey, head over right now to theconsistencypill.com and claim your free bonus. Hey, I'm Mount Nation, Simon Chan. Great show from Tiffany Wynn. I love its mindset because, hey, Mindset is 95% of success. Confidence, she talks about, right? If you don't have the confidence, it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to fizzle out or you're not going to do, do the th- stuff, right? She talked about, you know, people doing the Facebook lives because you're supposed to do that. But if you don't have that confidence, people are buying that confidence. It's not going to work, right? And, and maybe you feel, I think this was one of the better episodes in a while, like you maybe you feel you're an imposter or, you, you know, how can you be... How can you talk with confidence you never had success? And this is the episode for you, right? You know, because we all can get excited at the beginning, but tell you the one thing, if you want to be confident, is don't compare. So, but don't compare, right? Comparison, you know, first of all, when you compare, you don't know what everyone else is going through. You don't know their background, right? You're living different lives. How can you compare? And even if you see stuff on social media or you see them on stage, you only see the good stuff. What's going on behind the scenes? Do you really want their life? right? So don't compare. You probably have a lot of things going on. You have a lot of past successes, things you do well that other people are not doing well. Uh, anyway, so make sure you get the confidence because sales is the exchange of confidence. I love that. People want confidence. When people like the confidence, people like to follow. People want to follow a leader. People want to join because of your leadership, right? It's confidence. You can say the right scripts, the right uh, words, but if you don't have the confidence, it's not going to work. And well, on, on the same time, I know people who say the wrong things, but you can still get people to join because they have confidence. People buy excitement and confidence, right? And she talked about the beginning, she was just excited and that got things going. She did well because of that confidence. People follow confidence. People want and it will give the money to you. And other thing is the mindset, change your thoughts. Be aware of your thoughts and the awareness is the first part. That's something I, I do, a routine I do every night. I write down uh, the limiting beliefs I have, the things like worst emotion, uh, the worst emotions, what my bad habits are, what am I thinking. I write that down because awareness is the first step to getting better, right? Because when you have awareness, then you can shut it out. But you don't even know what you're aware of. You can't shut them out. And you, and some of you might say, oh, I never made $100,000 before. How can I do that? Or I don't have enough time. Or I have kids. I have this. I have limiting beliefs. Right? And if you have those limiting beliefs, your income will always rise to the level of your limiting beliefs. And you can write that down. So you have the winners, write them down. And so it's, it's the simple words, right? If you think I'm a bad leader, I'm not a good leader, or I don't know how to lead, that's negative. That doesn't inspire you to take action. Instead, say like leader in progress. 
I love what Tiffany said, being a leader in progress. And these thoughts are so important because thoughts lead to the energy and the energy leads to your action. So if you're not consistent, you're not, it's because, hey, your thoughts need to work, work, right? You're limiting beliefs. Uh, she talked about her worst moment and the consistency. I like consistency is key, right? It's like a car. It's like a plane that uses the most fuel, turning the engine on, getting going. You can slow down. There could be... Hey, I'm a father. I have three kids. I got Obi. I know my first son, my dog, Obi, right? I call him. I know what it's like. You can slow down, but never, never stop. Because once you stop, you're in the rut. It's really hard to get back. Um, I love the quote, you know, in the game of life, you get in, you get out what you put in by the late Zig Ziglar. You must put something in. I love that. Um, and the million dollar question is getting, you know, she does a podcast. She recommends that. At the end of the day, it's a great way for people to know you, like you, trust you. I'm not saying you're going to start a podcast, but it is, you want to be successful. People got to know you, like you, trust you, right? And that comes from confidence, putting yourself on social media. Tiffany has got a great social media profile. We didn't even have time to talk about that, but it's amazing. You can go follow her. Go to the show notes page, go to mlnation.com, click on the podcast tab. You see the links to her profile, follow her on there and definitely check out her podcast as well. You can get to know what she's doing to track people into her life. So, hey, ML Nation, thank you for listening. Thanks again to Tiffany Wynn for providing tremendous value. I want you, ML Nation, to work on your confidence. That's your takeaway because people buy confidence. People, and if you don't have the confidence, do those two things. Stop comparing. And number two, start being aware of your limiting beliefs and exchange them, change them, and turn that around. So instead of saying I'm a bad leader, say I'm a leader in progress, right? Instead of saying I'm not good, hey, I'm getting better today. And do that, you'll be amazed at what happens once your confidence goes up. Hey, I'm Simon Chan. Thank you for listening. I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. Now it's over to you. Work on that confidence and go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.